Well, we are excited this morning to have Ryan Helfenbein with us. He's the executive director for Standing for Freedom. This is a very exciting event that is coming the 4th and the 5th to Liberty University, 25-plus speakers. Good morning, Ryan. Thanks for joining hey, us. Good, hey, good morning. Great to be on. We're excited about this event. This is, boy, if we ever needed something like this, we need it now. Yeah, absolutely. It's a time. It's it's time to speak up. It's time to take a stand in in America, and it's certainly time for the church to wake up. And this mm-hmm. event is on November four and five, right here in Lynchburg, and we're drawing people from all over Central Virginia and and also North Carolina as well. People who are coming in, even from Tennessee, who are driving up for this event. Two days, twenty five plus speakers. Absolutely incredible. We're going to have Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. We're going to have Eric Metaxas, Ali Beth Stuckey, Seth Dillon with the Babylon Bee, Michael Knowles with Daily Wire, many, many, many more. Um, but it'll be an incredible event. Well, you know, we hear from listeners all the time who are saying a, a good portion of why they think America's in the shape that it's in now is because uh, Christians have allowed themselves to be silenced. Yeah, absolutely, and I and I believe we've bought into the media narrative lie that that Christians are scarce in this country, and that's not true. Right? Uh, historically, we're the most generous, most prosperous nation that has ever existed in the history of mankind. We've sent out more missionaries, built more churches, Christian schools, colleges, as well as seminaries. It's really about the silence, the awkward silence of the church, while all of this is going on around it. And so we really do have to confront this culture now. Now more than ever, it's necessary for the Church to be bold and courageous to stand up in the face of wokeism, sexual anarchy, and government overreach. And I will tell you, for people who think it doesn't exist here in our immediate area, I will beg to differ. Um, I just did an event, and it was called to be in Bedford County, and there were four churches that turned down a, a, a Stand for Life rally. They wouldn't host it because they didn't want to be offensive. Yeah. We have yeah, got it, to get out of this mentality. Yes, it is a mindset. And we have trained ourselves to thinking that this false neutrality, you know, value neutrality, uh, is that, you know, we don't want religion. We don't need to have religion in the public we don't need to force our values on everyone else, but the reality is that secularists, uh, they are religious people, and they are forcing their values on everyone else. A hundred percent. Including people of faith. And so we do need to be bold, and that's what the Standing for Freedom Summit, November 4 and 5, is about. Uh, and I would encourage all your listeners, go to standingforfreedom.com, and you can register there for this summit. So if they register for this uh, for this event, uh, about what time of day do things get started? Yes, yeah, so Friday evening we get started at Thomas Road Baptist Church. I would encourage everybody to get there around 5, but we start at 5.30. And we go all the way to that evening to about 9, 9.30 on, on Friday. And then we start back up on Saturday. It's an all-day event. We're going to have you know, vendors there. Uh, we'll have a bookstore. We're going to have food trucks. Uh, there's going to be lots of opportunity to meet folks and uh, and to also get your book signed. So, what kind of topics can they expect to to hear and be addressed during this event? Yeah, so we're going to be addressing issues dealing with educational freedom 
school choice. Uh, we're going to be dealing with the life issue as well. We've, we've got Kristen Hawkins with uh, Students for Life. Uh, we'll be dealing with medical freedom. Um, there's numerous topics that, I mean, there's no short supply, let's, let's oh, put it I that know. way, yeah. of topics. But I think the most important thing is we're giving them a biblical foundation, a biblical principle by which to argue from. So it's not just a R&D, typical sort of talking points of the national parties, but rather how Christians should think convictionally, uh, compassionately, and courageously about these issues. You don't have to be, and this is what I try to tell people all the time, you don't have to be rude, you don't have to be ugly about it, um, especially when you're talking with people who aren't Christians. They're not going to be drawn to to a Christian or that lifestyle, if you're if you're just as ugly and rude as they are, so yeah. it, it it's so we got two things going on there. We need to yeah. to try to be a light uh, to those who who are lost, but we also uh, need to stop expecting that lost people are going to behave in a Christian way. I mean, that's a ridiculous yeah. assumption. Yeah, I think Paul even said, "Who are we to judge those outside the church?" Right, but I I fully agree. We need to be convictional as well. We don't need right. to be wusses. And I think right. that I agree. I, I think that and I, I'm a millennial, and our generation was sort of tempered with that kind of don't don't say too much. And I think the posture of the church now is is more of one of silence more mm-hmm. than anything else. Well, nobody wants to be labeled. They don't want to be called hateful. They don't want to be called racist. They don't want to you know nobody. But but just because somebody calls you that doesn't make it so. That's exactly right. So we have to be people of courage, people of conviction, and certainly people of compassion as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ryan Helfenbein, uh, Executive Director, Standing for Freedom. If folks want to get their tickets, what do they do? They go to standingforfreedom.com. There's a drop down at the very, very top. There's a banner. It says the Standing for Freedom Summit. Mm-hmm. Click on that. Super easy to register. It takes literally a minute to do so uh and and tickets are very cheap excellent thank you so much for joining us this morning we're going to put a link up on our social media so people can find it very quickly it's uh it's called standing for freedom biblical principles in a woke world november 4th and 5th it's practically here thanks for joining us this morning thank you thanks have a great day well, I, I think that this is coming at a much needed time. There's no doubt about that. So uh, pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Well, we all grew up watching the Waltons and they have just celebrated their 50th anniversary, which is really hard for me to believe. We, uh, we grew up watching the Waltons, and I know a lot of people said that they didn't want watch the Waltons, but everybody always seemed to know exactly what was going on uh, with the Waltons back in the day. They really did resonate with uh, a country uh, during a time when we really needed that. I think we need it now more than we ever did. People gathered to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Waltons show that highlights a family in rural Virginia during the Great Depression and World War II. And uh, they met in Schuyler, Virginia, earlier this week. The director of the Walton Museum, Richard Roberts, said 
that the Walton shared traditional stories from the Blue Ridge Mountains. Uh, it was interesting to me once I moved to Virginia, because I was from Tennessee originally, to watch that show and hear them talk about places like Lynchburg and Charlottesville and uh, to hear those those places talked about. Uh, of course, Mr. Hamner uh, grew up in Nelson County in the town of, of uh, Schuler. His parents, his grandparents, they talk about going to Scottsville. That's another one that they talked about a lot. Uh, the Waltons received 13 Emmy Awards and three Golden Globe Awards. And uh, now the General Assembly is expressing uh, appreciation. So uh, it really did add to the culture of America because everybody could relate to it. They had families had Elizabeths and they had John Boys and, and folks like that. Of course, there's the John and Olivia Bed and Breakfast and the Waltons Museum. Uh, they've kind of made that into a time capsule for the TV show. It's really close to our listening area. So if you're a fan of that show, that's something that you're going to want to uh, maybe go in and take in. There's so many things in this area that we take for granted that we don't go in and, and take in and enjoy. And I'm as guilty of it as, as anybody. I mean, I haven't been to Natural Bridge since I was, I think I was six months old or something like that. And there's no excuse. It's really close to us. So uh, that's definitely one that you might want to try to take in. We're going to be back with more of your headlines, more feel-good stories for your uh, Wednesday, and also coming up uh, a little bit later, hoping to be talking with a political analyst from CBS. We'll see if uh, we'll check that out while we're in break, and hopefully we'll have them coming up as well on the Morning Jam. No need to ask, he's a mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam 6 to 9 a.m on the virginia talk radio network 